All right, on the count of three, I want everybody to introduce themselves. Say your first name. One, two, three. Wow, way to put some energy behind that. CJ. One, two, three. Come on. One, two, three. Okay, great. I'm not going to remember any of those names. Perfect. All right. Let me read a verse to you guys. This comes, uh, who has their sword with them? Anybody bring their sword with them? God's word. If you have a Bible on your phone, you can tap to James chapter 3, 13. If you have an actual Bible, you can flip to James chapter 3. We're going to be looking at verse 13. James 3, 13. I'm going to go ahead and read this while you guys are tapping or flipping there. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his work in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be a disorder, or there will be disorder and every vile practice. But wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open for reason, full of mercy, good fruits, impartial, and sincere. Let's pray. Father, as I bring the word, um, God, I just submit myself to you, Holy Spirit, that you would use my mouth to speak truth. God, as we dive into your word, your scripture, God, I pray that you speak boldly uh, through, the, uh, through your words. God, I pray that you would continue to reveal yourself to everyone here in a way that they would understand and in a way that would grow their faith and strengthen uh, not only who they are, but who they are in you. God, I thank you for this opportunity, and I ask that you would uh, use me boldly tonight. And pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, <clears throat> Proverbs 1.7. Somebody read this out loud. Yes, fear the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. So I want to talk to you just real quick about what, what does it mean to fear the Lord. So this word fear, if you look up the, the original definition, means to be afraid, be honored, or reverence. Who is somebody that you fear kind of in this way? Okay. Okay. You guys can either raise your hands or just shout it out. Who's somebody that you fear in this way? Nice and loud. I okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, teachers. Uh, show of hands. How many for parents? How many of you guys fear your parents in this way? That's a good thing, right? Okay, how many of you guys have seen a police officer been in a car when you got pulled over and you've, you felt this kind of maybe kind of fear, right? Okay, okay. I have felt this fear towards other vehicles when I've been riding around my motorcycle and about ran off the road a couple times. I have a, a fear of other, other vehicles. I work with uh, youth and juvenile detention centers and many of them would tell you that they fear authority 
or they fear the judge that they would go, go before. So to be fear, or to fear, be afraid, be honored, or reverence. So when, I see, when, when you go before a judge, there's a, a certain amount of reverence, right? Or maybe sometimes you might go before even a pastor and there, you might feel a little bit of this fear or, or conviction because you're, you're in front of them and you know something like, oh man, I know I've got something going on in my life that, that's kind of bothering me. Yeah. What does reverence mean? Respect. What else? Respect, honor. It's kind of this, this, like, it's a good thing. It's not necessarily a negative thing, but we have reverence towards, like, holy people, you know? If we think about God, we should definitely have reverence. Okay, moving on. Foundation. Okay. What comes first? So the word, root word of this word is what comes first, the starting, for, the starting point or the first and best. How many of you guys are familiar with the parable of the, the builder? Building the house on the rock of the sand. Okay? Give me a brief summary. What happened? Okay. Okay. All right. So if you, if you go to this verse, this passage, and I have it up here. So the idea is if, if, if in a riverbed, you look at the foundation of which a house is built, some people are in this parable, a man built his house on the sand. So that first layer where it's just like thin gravel, there's not a lot there, there's no real strong footholding for the foundation. The, water, the rains came down, the waters came rising up, and a big flood waters came by and crashed the house down, okay? Now the other person built his house on firm rock, okay? So they, he, they dug past all that sand, put their foundation firmly in the rock bed, and then the, water, the rains came, the waters rose, the floods came, and the house was stable. So this idea to, to start off with a firm foundation is important to understand where, where the beginning point to all of this is. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. All right, so in your groups, I want you guys to talk about what is wisdom. Go. I'm going to give you guys like a minute, a couple minutes. You guys talking about it? You guys think you know what it is? What is wisdom? Hey, you guys are going to have to decide who's going to speak because I want to have you guys come up and share your answer. You're going to have to appoint one person. What is wisdom? What is wisdom? All right, appoint one person from your group. And then send them up here. Go, go, go.
<laughs> Go, one person from your group, come on. <clears throat> All right, we have one person from every group. All right, nice and loud. What is wisdom? To know more than others. Okay, go sit down. Having knowledge about a certain topic. Having knowledge about a certain topic. Knowledge you gain with age. Knowledge you gain with age. Okay. Knowledge. Okay. <laughs> knowledge. Great. What is wisdom? All right. So what is discipline? Talk about that in your group. Discipline. Good, bad, Something your mom or your teacher or your dad or your aunt and uncle, grandma or grandpa want to discipline you. What is discipline? Thirty seconds. What is wisdom or what is discipline? Thirty seconds. All right, time's up. Somebody send up one person from your group. Somebody different. Somebody different. Come on up. All right. Make sure you say your answer nice and loud because you're not saying it to me. You're saying it to them. Okay, what is discipline? How you act. How you act. Okay. Okay. Having math homework. It can be a discipline to have to do your math homework. Yes? Okay, good. Um, when a parent beats their child down. <laughs> okay, go sit down. Okay, okay. Consequence for something you did wrong, yeah? Commitment. Ooh, okay, different version. Yeah, discipline, commitment. All right. Consequences for your actions. Okay. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction or, and or discipline. Okay. 
So why are you a fool, or why can you be a fool, for hating or despising or ignoring wisdom and discipline? This one's a little tougher. Why can you be considered a fool for hating, despising, or ignoring wisdom or discipline? You guys have your answer? Well, think about it. You can't just sit there and be like, mm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal somebody else's answer. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Ten seconds. Five, four, three, two. One. All right, you know the drill. Come on up. You, don't. <laughs> you come here. You come first. <laughs> come on, come first. All right, let's go. Come on. Come on. Send a person. Come on. Colton. Colton, Colton. Hey, right, when do you guys just come up, please? Come on. Just one of you guys. Come on. See, this is why I plan for extra time in my talk for stuff like this. <laughs> hey, just one of you guys come on up. Seriously. All right. All right, let's go. All right, nice and loud for the rest of the group. Why are you well, hold on. Why are you considered a fool for hating or ignoring wisdom and/or discipline? 
Because, wait, 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 hold on. Nice and loud. Reach down deep and say it nice and loud. Come on. Okay. Okay, so when... Listen. When your parents stick scissors in the outlet, and then they tell you not to stick scissors in the outlet, it may hurt you. What? I'm, I'm following a little bit. Okay. Okay, so when you contradict the Lord's word... When you contradict the Lord's word, that makes you a fool. Oh, okay. You wouldn't be intelligent. Okay, you wouldn't be intelligent. We went through a lot of fuss to get this answer, so let's listen. Like I already said, it's how you act, and you're basically hating on yourself about how you're acting. Okay, okay. It's good. Don't touch a hot stove or you'll burn your hair. All right, listen, listen, listen. Okay? Don't stick things in electrical outlets or you'll get hurt, electrocute yourself. Okay? So let let me give you another one. Okay? Let me give you another one. If you don't go to church on a regular basis, what could happen? You could lose your faith. Shh. Did you guys, hey, listen. Did you guys get that? Say it one more time. Lose your faith. Okay, if you don't go to the gym and work out regularly, what, what could happen? Okay. You could, start, you could start to lose that progress. Right? So discipline, both as a, as a negative thing and as a positive thing, but discipline is a good thing because it gets us in this cycle, gets us in a habit of being able to, to grow ourselves, both maybe mentally, physically, or spiritually. Yeah? Okay. I got a video I want you guys to watch. Tell me how, tell me how you might relate to this. If I play this, hey, listen, I got to make a deal with you guys. If I play this, you guys got to be willing to listen to the rest of my talk. Yeah? Agreed? Okay. Oh, are we at no sound? Where's our sound? Do we, do we have sound? <laughs> All right, I'll move on. We'll go back. Okay. James 3.13. So I read this verse earlier, but 14 and 15 says, But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not boast. Do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. So something that we need to understand is that pride, disorder, and sin comes in. Oh, hey, how's it going? All right, let me... uh...
There we go. All right, sweet. Let me let me back this up. Let's we'll start from the beginning. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> We're gonna get this. I promise. All right. Let me back. Let me back this up one more time. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Who's who's willing to have a moment of honesty and say that that you relate to him? Oh, more hands than I thought. <laughs> That's surprising. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to ask you guys some serious questions. Okay? How many how many of you guys relate to him because you because you feel listen listen how many of you guys feel like you relate to him because that's how like you feel like your interactions with your parents are all the time or most of the time okay how many of you guys you know feel like that your parents are people of wisdom discernment they have life experience okay what's interesting is that 
you guys relate to him, but you also have your hand up acknowledging that your parents have got wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. And so something that we need to understand is like, okay, what, what, is, what is wisdom and knowledge, and how do I know if it's, if it's mine, or how do I know if it's, if it's godly? Because, there, because there's a little bit of a difference. We could have worldly, kind of selfish knowledge, or we can have godly knowledge. What do you guys think the difference is? What's the difference between worldly knowledge and godly knowledge? Worldly wisdom and godly wisdom, yeah. Okay. Okay. Way to read the screen. Good job. What else? In your own in your own words though. What else? What is the difference between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom? Okay, but how do you apply that? Okay. We're going to do a little exercise, okay? This side, this side is going to be worldly knowledge, and this side is going to be godly knowledge, okay? I'm going to give you a scenario, and you tell me if it's worldly knowledge or godly knowledge, okay? Is it, okay, lying to get out of trouble, worldly knowledge or godly knowledge? Go, to, go one side or the other. Worldly knowledge or godly knowledge? Lying to get out of trouble. Nice and quick, come on. Okay, somebody from this side, tell me why is it worldly knowledge to lie to get out of trouble? Because it's not right. What else? Oh, tricked me. What else? Why is it worldly knowledge to lie to get out of trouble? Okay, because God doesn't lie. Okay, what else? Don't overthink this. This isn't too hard. There's three clues right up here on the screen, just to remind you guys. Okay, good. What else? There's pride in there because we don't want to hurt our own pride. And it can bring about disorder. Okay? Lying, okay, here's another scenario. Lying to not hurt somebody else's feelings. Is that worldly knowledge or godly wisdom? Worldly wisdom or godly wisdom? Lying to not hurt somebody's feelings. Same answer? Okay, why? Give me some different answers. Because lying is wrong. Okay? Okay? 
I'm going to throw, here, here's another one, okay? Stealing food to feel, feed your family. Worldly wisdom or godly wisdom? Stealing food to feed your family. Hey, be bold. If that's, that, if that's the way you feel, be bold. Anybody else want to join him? Okay, why? Okay. 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 All right, you guys can go ahead and be seated. Thanks. All right. So we're, when we look at worldly wisdom, a lot of this... A lot of this comes from bitter jealousy and selfish ambition that's in our heart, okay? The decisions that we make or the decisions that you make, if they stem from bitter jealousy or selfish ambition, somebody tell me what selfish ambition means. What you want. It's all about you. I, 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 me, me. Somebody give me an example of something that they did because they wanted to. Okay, so you ate them. Okay, what else? Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What else? A decision you made out of bitter jealousy or selfish ambition. A lot of the things that we think are, are, is right in our own eyes stems from our own pride, can cause disorder, and it stems from sin. Because if we really examine the decisions that we made, I want you guys to just take a few seconds to think about this. The decisions that you made this week, the ones that you know maybe that were exposed or maybe haven't been exposed yet, okay, the things that you thought were good ideas, do they fall under this category? Is there pride behind it? Is there sin behind it? Has it caused maybe disorder in your own life or somebody else's? Was it from bitter jealousy because you were jealous or, or envious of somebody else? Or was there selfish motives or ambition behind it? That's one way that we can expose worldly knowledge from godly wisdom. Worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. So what, how, do, how do we know what godly wisdom looks like? Who has their Bibles? Turning to James chapter 3. Who's got it? James chapter 3. Who's got it? Show your hands. Okay. Read uh, 17, please.
Good. So how can we understand worldly wisdom from godly wisdom? Don't overthink this. Easy answer. What did we just read? The Bible. Thank you. Let's say it together. One, two, three. The Bible. Okay. We can turn to God's Word to understand what godly wisdom looks like, right? Yes? Okay. So what is wisdom from above? Talk about it in your groups. I've kind of given you guys a hint already. What is wisdom from above? Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. What is wisdom from above? All right, time's up. Send up somebody from your group. Go, go, go. Ah, look at you. All right, nice and loud for everybody. All right, listen. Shh. They're going to do their part. You guys do your part and listen. Nice and loud. Okay, great. Knowledge from God. Knowledge from God, okay. God's word, a.k.a. the Bible. Okay. Okay. The Bible and how it shows you how to live your life. Okay. Great. The Bible. Great. All great answers. Okay. The answers I was looking for. <laughs> Wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, then gentle, open for reason, full of mercy, good fruits, impartial and sincere. Okay? That's what I was looking for. <laughs> but the Bible is the correct answer because you get that answer from, from Scripture. Very good. All right. So let's take a look. So pure, peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy, impartial and sincere. Okay. Somebody give me an example of pure wisdom. What's it mean when the Bible says pure wisdom? Okay. Think about a glass of water. Okay. If I had a glass of water that's tap water versus reverse osmosis, what makes it pure? 
Uh, bottle, okay, so I've got tap water versus really purified bottled water. That, okay, what is the difference? The taste. What else? Think microscopic. The stuff that's in it, okay? Shh, listen. Listen, listen. If something is pure, that means it's, it comes straight off the line. I make ice cream for the spotted cow, okay? If I, if I brought you guys ice cream and I had bird poop all over it, that would not be pure, right? You guys wouldn't want it, right? Right? So let me give you an example, okay? Shh, listen, listen. This is God's word. We hold this to be true. Amen? Amen. All right. Listen, this is pure wisdom. It's pure truth. Okay? Now, what happens is that the world might take some of this information and they're going to filter it through their own lens of pride, disorder, maybe try to justify some own, their own sins in it and distort it. And then this is no longer the, the, the wisdom that we think comes from here that shows up in the world is no longer pure wisdom. Pure wisdom says, if I'm struggling with something, I'm going to go straight to God's word, and I'm going to see what does God's word really say about this. Not necessarily what my friends say, not necessarily what other people say, not what, the, what maybe social media says, not what, what the TV says, but I'm going to go straight to the source of what God's word says that I need to do in this particular situation. And believe it or not, there's a lot of situations and a lot of things that we've seen in, within the world and social media and the news and all this other stuff, if you guys are following it, that's going against what this, this says. I just read um, an article about, you know, a, a deal that's going down apparently between uh, the Pope and other religions. And it's like, and that's something that we got to start to understand. What does the Bible say about that? Because that's important to us. Because that's going to affect our faith. That's going to affect us in the future. And are we going to have a solid enough foundation in God's word to stand firm in what we believe and not veer off? Because what's going to happen is that stuff like that's going to happen or your friends or when you go out into the world and you meet other people from other faiths and religions and beliefs, they're going to start to say things that start to sound very close to scripture, but it's not. It's been tainted by, by other, other lies and twisted and because Satan's really good at twisting truth. And so I would encourage you guys, understand what God's word says. Take the time to read it and to understand it so that way you guys can, can knowingly have these conversations. Peaceable. If it doesn't bring about peace, is it godly wisdom? No. Is it gentle? You know? A lot of the wisdom and advice society would give, somebody comes up, spits in your face, or punches you, okay? What, what is your first reaction? You get angry. You get mad. You want to hit them back. You want to take revenge. That's worldly wisdom, you guys. What does God say about that? Turn the other cheek. But what does that look like? That's real easy to say when you're in this, in this room, but when you're out there in school, what happens? Somebody makes fun of you. What do you want to do? You want to say something back, or you want to fight back, or you want to do something, right? Again, that's the difference between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. How do you practice godly wisdom in a real-world context? 
That's something that you guys have got to start practicing now and start to try to understand. Open to reason. Full of mercy and good fruit. If you guys ever, I, I won't go into it tonight, but the fruits of the Spirit. If we're in Christ, we should exhibit these fruits of the Spirit. And that shows us that we're serious about our faith and we're serious about the way that we grow and the way that we represent God. We are, we're going to show these things. Impartial and sincere. How many of you guys go around and maybe you're walking the streets of Peoria or you've been to Chicago or somewhere and you've seen a homeless person? Okay? Right, and give me some honest feedback because I'm sure I'm right there with you. What, what have you been thinking when you see them? Okay, how'd you get homeless? What else? Okay, what else? Okay. How many of you guys have actually taken the time to stop and talk to a homeless person? Okay, that's good. How was your experience? What, what happened? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. World, worldly wisdom would say, hold on to your money. Worldly wisdom would say, stay away, he smells. Worldly wisdom would say, don't, don't trust this person, okay? Because they could hurt you, they could hurt your family, they could steal your stuff. You know, maybe it's not a homeless person. Maybe it's somebody that's a different skin color than you, you know, at your school. Think about the people at your school that you avoid because of worldly wisdom, because of maybe the things that you, you've thought about, right? Things that you've been told or would make assumptions about, okay? Now, what does godly wisdom say? It's impartial and sincere. So when I'm dealing with homeless, the homeless, when I'm dealing with people that are different from me, maybe are handicapped or mentally disabled or a different skin color, it's like I'm not called to, to, to ignore them. I'm called to be impartial. I'm called to be sincere. I'm called to love them. So what's the answer? Check your heart. Okay? When you guys find yourself in this situation, check your heart. Everyone say C-Y-H. Say it again. C-Y-H. Okay. What does the C stand for? Check. Y. Your. H. Our. One more time. C. Check. Y. Your. H. Our. F. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Check your heart. Okay. When you guys find yourself in that situation, it's important that you, you've taken the time to read Scripture to understand what the, God's Word says about it and apply it. So when you find yourself in those situations, check your heart. Say, is there pride here that's maybe influencing this decision? Okay, maybe you're sitting at home and your parents said, said to do something and you start to get this wild idea that you're going to do something else. Okay, is it pride? Is it going to cause disruption or disorder? Is it sinful? In these moments, every single moment that you take, to think, you need to think about it. Check your heart. Where is your heart in all this? Are you making are you gaining wisdom that's from God? And you got to check your heart in those situations every single time. 
All right, so I'm going to take you through two assessments, and then we're going to have uh, just some, some feedback time, and then we'll be done. Sound good? All right. First assessment is the self-assessment, okay? When you check your heart, what is C? Yes. Why? Your. H. Your. C. Yes. Why? Your. H. Okay. Assessment number one, this is a self-assessment. I want you guys to check for pride, bitter jealousy, and selfish ambition, okay? When you're thinking about things or getting ready to take an action or do something and you think it's worldly wisdom or it's, it's really smart, a smart thing for you to do, check your heart. Is it coming from pride? Oh, I'm going to lie because I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, man, they're going to think differently of me. Oh, I got to try to get myself out of this situation, whatever it might be. There's, there's a certain level of pride that might creep in. Bitter jealousy, okay? Am I making this decision because I want something to benefit me because, because they don't deserve whatever they have and I want, I want it? Or selfish ambition. Am I going to do it because it's going to benefit me? That's something that you got to check. The second assessment is have you gone to prayer about it? Because one thing that I know about God is he answers prayer in three, three different ways. He says yes, no, or not now. I found that, that to be true 100% of the time. And I have yet to, to encounter God through prayer in a different way. That God always answers prayer. Yes, no, or not now. And it's not always within our timing. But just because he, we may seem like we get a no, that may not be a no. Because who knows? Maybe... Years down the road, God's going to say, yes, now is the perfect time, okay? So if you're, if you're struggling with this decision or you think that you know you've got really smart wisdom about something, go to prayer about it. Take some time to pray. And don't just do it once. Maybe it's going to take two or three times to pray. Seek God's word. Go, go, to, go to the Bible. Understand what God's word says about whatever it is that you're going through. Look it up. How many of you guys have ever heard of this search engine called Google? I know it's kind of new. So you guys can literally type in like verses on such and such. And it'll bring up tons and tons of verses on whatever it is that you're dealing with. Okay, I'm going through something. I'm really mad about this situation. I don't know how to handle it. It's like, I, I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to go tell the person off or I'm going to go get revenge or whatever it might be. Or turn to God's word and say, okay, God, help me to understand how I'm supposed to deal with this person or deal with this situation. God, what, how is it that I'm supposed to react? What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? You know, teach me. Help me to learn. So first, one's, first assessment is the self-assessment. The second assessment is an outward assessment. Every decision that you make, uh, you can balance it through a filter, okay? Is it loving to God or loving to others? How many of you guys remember or have ever heard of the WWJD bracelets? What would Jesus do? They were super popular when I was in high school, okay? But, so, this is kind of like the modern-day version of that. Is it loving to God or is it loving to others? Okay? Everybody say, loving to God. Loving to others. Wow. Everybody, all together. Loving to God. Loving to others. Okay. 
The decisions that you make when you're seeking wisdom, ask yourself this question. Is it loving to God? Is it loving to others? If the answer is no, then you probably shouldn't do it. Make sense? Seek godly counsel. Proverbs 15.22. Who's got that? Proverbs 15.22. Who's got their Bible? Proverbs 15.22. That's enough, please. Okay, what does that mean? Somebody, anybody. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, plans succeed. Yes. Okay. I need a volunteer. Okay. What, um, what do you want to be when you grow up? A baseball player? All right, come, come up here. Listen, listen. All right. You want to be a baseball player, right? Sure. Okay, how are you going to achieve that? Practice? Shh, listen, listen. How are you going to achieve that? Practice? Is that it? Pray. Pray, okay, what else? Um, work hard. Work hard? Do you feel at loss as uh, how to become a baseball player? A little bit? All right. Can I get you to come up here? Help me real quick. Can I get you to come up here and help me real quick? All right. This young man wants to grow up and be a baseball player. Okay? Can you give him some wisely, godly wisdom and counsel on how to, to achieve his dreams and goals? He's local. <laughs> what else? You got anything? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is, is practice and discipline. That's the thing that we talked about earlier. But you have to be disciplined to practice all the time, too. Yeah. A lot of the things all come out shh, coincide. Shh, shh. Hey, Listen. Pray to God. Mm-hmm. See, what, see, see if it's a yes or no. It's good. All right, thanks, you guys. You stay up here. No, no, stay up here. Okay. Um. As you were hearing that advice, what's going through your head and your mind? Be honest. Because I'm sure we've all been here and we've all felt this. What, you been, what were you going through? That they said the same thing that I said. Okay, what else? Did they say more? Yeah. Okay, what emotions were you feeling when you were standing up here? Good. Okay, what else? Um. Were you feeling a little embarrassed? That kind of put you on the spot? And I appreciate your, your honesty because sometimes we find ourselves in this spot where that embarrassment that he might be feeling, and I appreciate you being kind of my example, that embarrassment that he's feeling, a lot of us feel that and we, don't, we already know what it feels like to go through that and we don't want to. So worldly wisdom said, well, protect yourself. Don't put yourself in that spot. 
Don't go ask for help or for wisdom. Okay? And so we, and so we hold ourselves back, and we try to do stuff, and as middle schoolers, you guys are going to start making decisions. As high schoolers, you're going to start making decisions. As college guys, you're going to start making decisions. And I'm going to tell you something very real right now. You guys don't know it all. Believe it or not, you don't. I've been where you, you've sat right here thinking I've known it all. And I've been in high school. I've been in college. And every step of the way, I'm like, oh, man, I'm a really smart dude. I've got this. I can handle this. And guess what? Most of the time, it has not worked out for me. Every single lot of my decisions that I made on my own without seeking out counsel or wisdom has fallen through. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let's give him a hand. One of the things that you guys have got to do is you got to tear down that pride. And sometimes if you're going through a struggle, okay, let's say there's a personal sin that you got going on right now in your life. And you know what that is. If you're going through that sin or that struggle, don't rely on worldly wisdom to get you through it. Tear down that pride. Go to somebody, whether it's your parents, you know, John, one of your youth leaders, whoever, and just be willing to sit down and say, hey, like, this is something that I don't know how to go through. Like, I need godly wisdom to help me get through this. Because the sooner that you do that, the more successful that you'll be. Because trust me, God has got a plan. His words of wisdom are greater than anything that we could ever imagine. It wasn't until that I started turning into God's word and really started relying on godly wisdom and counsel that my marriage started turning around because I thought I knew it all as a Christian man. I was like, oh man, I got this. I can handle this. I can deal with this. And guess what? I was just dragging me and my wife further and further away from God, even though I consider myself a Christian man. And it wasn't until I was willing to set down my pride to pray, to seek out godly wisdom and counsel, and actually sit down and say, listen, I don't have this. I don't understand this. I need some help. Somebody tell, talk, you know, somebody talk to me. Give me some wisdom. And then, not only did I have to put myself in that position, but I had to be willing to listen. I had to be willing to learn. I had to be willing to change my heart and what I was doing. And there's other things, that I'm, other sins in my own life, too, that, that I'm seeking out godly wisdom and counsel for a lot. Because that's what's going to happen. For, so for the rest of our lives, if we call ourselves Jesus followers, we're going to have to seek out godly wisdom and counsel. Because I guarantee you guys, you don't know it all. You won't have it all. Make sense? Make sense? Sweet. Last one. Take action and repeat. So once you go through these kind of self-assessments and examinations, you want to take the time to, to really think about what you're doing, go to Scripture, seek out godly wisdom, and repeat. Every decision you make, is it loving to God? Is it loving others? You got to check your heart. You got to go seek out godly wisdom and counsel. Pray about it and repeat. Take action and repeat. And I guarantee you guys, if you do it God's way, it's going to be, you're going to find yourself much smarter on the other end, and God is going to see you as a pliable, moldable follower of him, and he's going to be able to use you a lot more. If you guys want to make an impact for the world, for Jesus, 
you got to be willing to, to take his wisdom and not worldly wisdom. Does that make sense? Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for uh, just your words of wisdom. God, I know that there are things that uh, these young people are going through, whether uh, they're dealing with stuff at home, whether they're, deal they're dealing with stuff at school, whether it's uh, with relationships. Maybe they got their own personal things going on in their life. God, I just ask that you would embolden, empower, and strengthen just their, their spirit, Lord. Give them courage to do, do the right things, to say the right things, to take the right action, God, that you would want them to take. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would take away the pride that's in their life. Help to tear down those things in their lives that would, that would prevent them from seeking out godly wisdom and counsel. God, I pray that you would uh, help to bring to light things and just the, their heart condition towards you, God, that would, that would drive them to, to jealousy. But God, that you would take those and, and turn it into just a godly heart for you. God, I just thank you for the opportunity to speak and to be here with friends. And uh, God, I just ask that you would continue to show yourself and reveal yourself to these young people in a way that they would understand. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.